Hey guys, this is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life podcast coming to you uh, with our Wednesday segment, Journey to the Heart uh, by Melody Bietti, uh, daily meditations on the path to freeing your soul. And I have the wonderful Lindsay Warwick with me this week. Lindsay, you want to say hey? Hey, uh, Lindsay Warwick, um, Lindsay Warwick Yoga and Healing and the Conduit on Spotify, YouTube and Apple Podcasts. What's going on? Uh, thanks for being here. Excited to get back into rolling. Uh, even me getting consistent again. I had a busy week and so love these podcast moments. So this week is March 22nd and uh, it's don't be controlled by love. Using love to control and manipulate is heartbreaking. It can break the heart of the person doing it. It can break the heart of the person it's being done to. So often, controlling through love is done almost unconsciously. It's a dance of people do it's a dance people do out of habit to get their needs met. Their reasons don't matter, although it's easier to have compassion for those who control unknowingly than those who use their power of love to a uh, power of love for manipulation and use it viciously. What matters is how people respond is how you respond if it's being done to you. What matters is that you don't do it to other people. Open your heart, see the truth, set yourself free. If someone is controlling you by using your love for them or your need to be loved, acknowledge it. If you are doing it to someone else, acknowledge that too. Once you see the truth, you can set yourself free. So much of what we need to do to free our hearts and souls is simply acknowledge the truth. The rest will happen naturally. Love has no price. It's only love. It's only love if it's free. Well, I know for me personally, I had that moment this weekend. Um, I've been talking to my ex uh, a little bit and I noticed that this week it was kind of a, oh, I wouldn't say like, I wouldn't say it was, I don't know. I'm trying to think of the terms to use it. Like, it's not that it's conditional, but it's only when it benefits them. Do they come around is what I noticed. And so um, I was out of town this weekend and they really wanted me to be back in Charlotte. But I noticed they wanted me to be in Charlotte to go party with them and do all these things. But at the end of the day, they didn't want to be like close, you know? And so they were using their love. I could see they're using the love that I have for them to um, try to keep me in like their little bubble and use me as they felt necessary or when they needed me. And so just realizing that some of conditional some of the relationships are very conditional people want you around for when it feels good for them um and when you're not or when you want them around they don't want you around and so i'm trying to lean away from conditional relationships and i want to be around people who can accept me in all the ways and and want to have me around all the time um and um I don't know. It's just very interesting to read this one because I've just I was experiencing that with uh with Connor actually. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm experiencing that lately. I'm just being shown um 
what's healthy for me and what's not. And I think human beings are motivated by love, whether they are acting in a loving heart space or they're acting the opposite because they want love. And I actually, you know, recently had, I'm, you know, having to let go of a a friendship that doesn't feel reciprocal. It doesn't feel unconditional and it does feel very manipulating and um, it's, it is heartbreaking. You know, this is saying that, you know, being controlled and manipulated is, is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking for me and, you know, it's probably heartbreaking for the other person, but you know, and it, it's probably like this, reading says it's a dance people do out of habit to get their needs met like we do things based on you know the way that we grew up or just are the way that we are and so learning to be different when you start to see that something isn't healthy for you and you need to kind of cut it off no matter what it it is heartbreaking for me for someone who is an empath that I always want to give and be there for people and I don't want to hurt anybody but at what expense to me you know so I've been working on you know boundaries to keep my my mental wellness protected and and healthy but I am trying to be around people that make me feel emotionally safe. That's like a big theme for me right now, just everything that I'm going through. So I think it's important to feel emotionally safe and to feel loved and supported, like you said, like to have those unconditional type of relationships and also finding the balance between being unconditional and having healthy boundaries is is hard sometimes yeah absolutely and I just love the reminder that like we do things like unintentionally a lot of times or unknowingly and subconsciously we're doing these motions and doing these things and I think it really calls for us to start and I was talking to Leah about it yesterday on the podcast just about really being reflective every single day about your interactions and who you are and how you are. Um, Because the more we can sit back and say, okay, did it, you know, after say an incident with somebody, you know, what was my part? You know, where is my, uh, my flaw in this, in this interaction? Because one, we have to take accountability for what we're, what we're doing or we're bringing to people and our inability to walk away from them even. Uh, But then also just acknowledging that we have a part and they have a part and what did I learn from this interaction? What can I take away? And so just really getting into that reflective nature as often as possible. So that way we're making more conscious decisions. And we're loving people from a space of true love, true unconditional love. And I was thinking into myself, I I definitely do my best to love unconditionally. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody and they were like, oh, I, I hate somebody. And I said, oh, I don't hate anybody. I don't care what you've done to me. I'll never hate. That's, a, that's not something I want to lean into. I said, more than anything, I just won't keep you around. I won't be around you. I want to experience you. I won't invite you into my life, but I don't hate you. And so learning to love unconditionally means that, um, you know, we just let go. We let go of 
people and the traumas and the things. And we say, you know, may your life get better, may you become happy, may you become healthy. Um, I think it was written in my, in my everyday blessings one where it was like, um, God's love is unnormal. And I was like, no, God's love is normal, but man is unnormal when it comes to love. And God tends to love a lot unconditionally and man loves very conditionally. So that's where I was talking about it out. I was like, we think, we think God is odd or abnormal, but God is normal, normalcy, normal love, which is unconditional, but man hasn't learned how to be unconditional because we seek power. We seek pleasure. Um, and we seek a lot of self-fulfillment as well. And so hopefully we can outgrow those patterns as we grow closer to ourselves. Yeah. I mean, I just don't have the capacity to hate anybody. Um, for me, like having resentment or anger or hate is literally poison. It's poisonous to me. Like I can admit that, you know, some, some people like to harbor that stuff and feed off of the power that anger gives them. But for me, it just is poisonous and I have to get rid of it. So for me, the only way that I can get rid of is of those negative, negative emotions is to pray for the well-being of other people, which when I first heard that, like years ago, I was like, that's fucking crazy. Like, I don't want to pay for I don't want to pray for somebody who just broke my heart into a million pieces. But I learned over time that that is the only way that I can transmute that pain. Because otherwise, that anger and that toxicity is going to just eat me the fuck alive. You know what I mean? So also, I want to bring up that some people aren't even aware of what they're doing. Like this is saying like unknowingly, you know, we're using the power of love maliciously. Like some people don't, aren't aware of their own behaviors. And I think that a big lesson for me was to learn about expectations. Having expectations of people are like basically having a resentment and waiting because once they don't meet your expectation or do exactly what you think you know, they should be doing or whatever, then you get hurt. And it's just, you know, like, for me, it's like trying to not have unrealistic expectations. And it's always the balance of having expectation versus having healthy boundaries. And then you decide, well, all like, how does this feel? Like, how does this person make me feel or this place or this thing that I'm doing? How do I feel? How does my body feel? And then you can adjust accordingly. You know what I mean? But most people aren't even aware of their own expectations that they have of other people. And another thing that I've I've been watching because I've been looking at my own behaviors as well is, you know, what I see in someone is pretty much something that's in me. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm pointing something out, it's because I have that within myself as well usually and usually people that irritate us or you know you said someone told you they hated someone it's probably because they see themselves in that person they see the aspects of themselves that they don't like in that person because we're all mirrors and so instead of harboring hate and resentment I'm trying to have an opportunity have have these moments of opportunity to look at what is really going on with me that's inciting this deep resentment or this quote unquote hate or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, 
what's going on with me and and how can i have this as an opportunity to love myself more yeah yeah no, i agree i and kind of going back a little on the expectation part to be honest we can't have an expectation for really anything we can have a boundary we can have an idea that we don't want to press upon but having an expectation almost always leaves you um lost or hurt. And I know even with myself, you know, I've, I, I've, I've had a really hectic weekend and I've missed some deadlines or missed the start date deadlines, like for some work. And I kind of beat myself up a little bit. And it was just one of those places where it was like, I have such high expectations for myself. Can I remember to have grace? And we've talked about a lot in the podcast this week. Can I have more grace um, in my life before be, and stop having an expectation and be more willing to flow? And so, you know, don't have, an, don't, you know, I always want people, we always want people to treat us as we want to be treated and to treat us with love and respect, but we can't expect that. You know, we have to be willing to realize that people are going to do whatever they want and where, and they're going to meet us wherever they can emotionally. And we can't expect them to do anything more than just be themselves. And like you said, and like I've said, to be reflective of whether that's good enough for you in your current present state of being. And if it is, then keep on accepting it. And if not, it's time to move on. And so really lean into that concept of being reflective and then really, um, you know, letting go of expectations, setting clean, healthy boundaries, but um, really making sure that we're showing up in a place of unconditional love. And I hate saying unconditional love because it should just be love. <laughs> it doesn't need to have, yeah, an extra, it should. <laughs> it doesn't need to have an extra word to differentiate what it is. It should just be love. And love is unconditional. Love is compassionate. Love is understanding. Love is um, boundaries. Love is all these different different things. Love is unconditional. Um, so uh, let's get back to just normalizing being love. Yes. And sometimes that does mean like not necessarily someone being enough, but how does this make me feel? What's my body doing? What's my nervous system doing? And then deciding from there as well. Ultimately, you have to love yourself first before you can love any anybody else. Agreed. And um, well, you have to love yourself to be able to be healthy for other people, to love other people healthy. Uh, I think we can find ourselves in other people and make ourselves better through loving others. But I do think in order to be a healthy lover of others, we have to be healthy and love ourselves first. And so just want to encourage you guys to do something that shows you that you love you, whether it's a walk on the beach, whether it's taking five minutes to breathe, whether it's, um, you know, something, take yourself out to dinner, buy yourself something nice. Um, but just do something to love yourself a little bit more. And then again, just be reflective. You know, how are you showing up in your friendships and relationships and what can you do to be better for those around you? So I like today's, I had such a deep reflective state with this in general, like I said, with uh, the ex and just realizing that people will use you as much as they want and as much as you allow them to. And if you don't start seeing that ahead of time, 
you are going to have your heart broken. You are going to feel drained. You are going to feel like you're giving so much more than receiving. And so just try to see the red flags and whatever the red flags are saying, take a break and get out of there. So 